0: Hello I'm Mercedes and I'm Tash and you're listening to episode 93 of Chat Disney. Back to another episode of the Chat Disney podcast. And this week is a very special episode indeed because it is, of course, Christmas. It is Christmas this week. Tash and I are feeling really festive, and we're really excited to be sharing the festive season with all of our lovely listeners. So we're going to be chatting all things Disney and Christmas today. And we're also going to be completing today's episode with a big Disney Christmas quiz that you can play along at home as well. As well. But before we head into all of that, let's have a quick look at what's been happening in the world of Disney this week. So first of all, in the world of Disney movies, we finally have a full cast for the live action version of The Little Mermaid. Go ahead, have a look online, look on IMDb, have a look at the cast. I think it looks great. And I'm really excited for the film
1: i'm so excited there are some great names in that lineup it just gets better and better for me now one here for you mercedes i'm sure you'll be itching to do this the walt disney family museum which is based in san francisco sadly recently closed again because of laws surrounding coronavirus in san francisco but they have instead put their it's a small world exhibit online so you can go online and visit the exhibit almost like a video game. You can completely go around the museum hall and look at all of the exhibit features. So Mercedes, I'm sure you
0: will be doing that over the week. Oh, yeah. I mean, Small World's my most favourite attraction of all time. How could I resist? (laughs) Moving on to something you love, Tash, Marvel. So from Small World to Marvel, two of our guilty pleasures. This week, really big news. Peter Quill, who is also known as Star-Lord from the Guardians of the Galaxy series, has come out, as it were, as a character in the Guardians of the Galaxy comic book. So in the comic book, Star-Lord Peter Quill is being depicted now as polyamorous and by sexual. And this has been confirmed by Marvel. That character is polyamorous and bisexual. And when asked about what this means for the new Guardians of the Galaxy 3 movie starring Chris Pratt and and that character, Marvel confirmed that they are going to be breaking new ground from 2021 onwards, they're going to be featuring the first openly gay kiss in a Marvel film in Eternals. I really hope that's between Kit Harrington and Richard Madden. And Tom Holland has recently come forward as well and commented about the future diversification coming from Marvel movies. And he said, The world isn't as simple as a straight white guy, it doesn't end there. And these films need to represent more than one type of person. Very well said, Tom Holland. Absolutely love this from Marvel. And another bit of Marvel news this week, following on from all of the cool stuff we spoke about last week with regards to a new Spider-Man movie, we have got confirmation that more actors from other Spider-Man films, other Spider-Man franchises will be in that film, including Willem Dafoe, who plays the Green Goblin in the Tobey Maguire movies. I'm very excited to see that character once again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not even a fan of Spider-Man particularly, but I am really intrigued to see how this is going to work with
0: all these characters coming
1: back and, and joining forces together. And some Walt Disney World news for you today. You may have seen in the news that Disney have announced that they will stop photoshopping masks on photos, which is quite something. And along the lines of that as well, on some attractions, they are no longer social distancing. So people this week have said that on Expedition Everest and the Flinky Dog Dash, they have now been filling every single row instead of alternates. And also a couple of people have reported this week that they were on attractions that were suddenly stopped with Disney announcing that they wouldn't be restarting until people put their masks back on. This happened on the Carousel of Progress, quite a slow one, quite easy to stop. And also someone stated that it happened on a coaster that they were on. They did not specify which coaster. So I quite like to think of them being on something like Space Mountain and then just suddenly stopping all of a sudden because someone's taken their mask off. But who knows? A very, very interesting move from Disney.
0: Yeah, I'm glad they're taking it seriously. Obviously, health is so important. Heading over to the world of Disney+. Plus, We obviously had lots of exciting announcements last week from Investors Day. And Tash and I are thrilled to announce that we're going to be dedicating a whole episode to these announcements in the new year. So you've got that to look forward to. But what else has been announced this week? Well, Mandalorian season three has been confirmed to come to our screens Christmas 2021. So a little bit of a delay there, which we can only assume is because of COVID. Disney Plus, this is really interesting, is currently projected to overtake Netflix by 2022 in terms of earnings. Huge news and I can only imagine that all of these new TV shows and movies will help them to achieve that goal. And finally, very exciting, the Jim Henson classic, Dinosaurs, is coming to Disney Plus in January. My six-year-old
1: self is very, very excited about that.
0: I used to love that show.
1: And finally, some nice positive news for you. The Disneyland Merchandise for 2021 has now been released, which is really, really exciting. Obviously, we love to see what merchandise is coming out. So do have a look online to see what goods are on offer
0: absolutely bring on 2021
1: and that is everything that's been happening in the world of disney this week we're now going to head into the main part of the episode talking about all things christmas including our very special christmas round of Mm quizimodo
0: So for those of you that listened to the Chat Disney podcast last Christmas, you'll know that Tash and I spoke extensively about our favourite Disney Christmas films, our favourite Disney Christmas traditions, merchandise, decorations, all that good stuff. And Tash and I both listened back to that episode this week in order to prepare for today's episode. And I have to say it hit differently because of everything that's been happening in 2020. I did a review of the last Skywalker movie and it felt so sad to hear myself talk about going into a cinema and watching a movie over the Christmas season and then doing a review as though that was just a really normal thing to happen. And, you know, talking about going Christmas shopping and going out for work, Christmas parties, it it really was quite bittersweet listening back to that episode how did you find it Tash?
1: Yeah I completely agree it was quite sad and particularly listening to some of the stuff that we were talking about in the news as well and things that just haven't happened and I mean I think it's going to be even more so when we if we listen back to our end of year recap because I think we spoke about the things coming for 2020 and obviously so many things you know production wise have just been completely paused because of the current state of things so yeah it was quite odd listening
0: to it. Yeah, I agree. And and yeah, you're right. We were talking about exciting things for 2020. We're talking about things like WandaVision coming and the Black Widow movie from Marvel starring Scarlett Johansson. And obviously all of these things have been put on hold. Mulan, of course, was meant to come out spring 2020. And it's only just available now on Disney Plus for free. So yeah, it definitely hit differently. And I don't want to start today's episode on a down note, because obviously Christmas is exciting. Wherever you are in the world, whatever the restrictions are, whatever is happening, it is still Christmas. We still have that lovely, festive, positive spirit. But we would be lying to say that it's the same as last year, because it just isn't.
1: No, I know, exactly. And I think it is important to acknowledge it, you know, 2020 has, you know, worldwide been not a very good year. And it kind of feels like, you know, with talk of the vaccine now and that people are actually starting to get it. I don't know about you, but I, for one, actually feel really positive about 2021. And I really do think that 2020 has been the worst year And things will only get better from January. I think that they're not going to get straight back to normal straight away. Things are still going to, you know, take their time. And I think even with, you know, some of the Disney productions that are coming, we're still going to see a lot of straight to Disney Plus releases, you know, things that normally would have maybe had a theatrical release. But I think that, yeah, onwards and upwards from here.
0: Definitely. And I I really hope that next Christmas, Christmas 2021, you and I listen back to this episode and we think, wow, what a dark place we were in back then and, and what a brighter, more cheerful, positive Christmas we all have to look forward to. So last year we focused on lots of different elements of Disney Christmas and a big one was parks and resorts and for obvious reasons we can't really delve into that into too much detail because it's only really Walt Disney World in Orlando that is open and celebrating the holidays in a big way right now. So from the comfort of your own home, wherever you're listening from there are still things that you can be doing. I wrapped some Christmas presents earlier and I had Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas on in the background. I've watched A Muppet's Christmas Carol or A Muppet Christmas Carol or The Muppet Christmas Carol. That film has a really strange title. I always forget precisely what it is. So there are still things that can be done. So Tash, have you watched any Christmas movies yet?
1: I have. So one thing that struck me about last year when we did the podcast is that I, we had not yet watched Noel because we did not have Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus was obviously out in America and Canada, but we didn't have it here until March. So I watched Noel for the first time last weekend. And I have to say, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I'm not normally the biggest fan of Anna Kendrick, but I did really like her in the role of Noel. And I thought for kind of a modern Christmas film. I thought it was pretty good, quite original. I did realise about myself that I'm actually, surprisingly, not the biggest fans of films that are about Christmas and about Father Christmas and things like that. I love films like Love Actually on the Holiday that are set around Christmas. Like, I prefer those kind of Christmas films rather than films like... Elf and Miracle on 34th Street, and all of these kind of things. But yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by Noel. Have you watched it this year, Mercedes?
0: I have, and I'm really pleased that you like it because I think Noel, for me, is one of my ultimate Christmas films. I love Elf and I love the Santa Claus. I love The Nightmare Before Christmas. I also love Love Actually and The Holiday as well. I think my favorite. I love the Grinch. So to be honest, there I like most Christmas movies. I think my favourite, from a nostalgic perspective, is probably the Santa Claus, which kind of contradictory to what you just said is very much a Christmas film about Santa, about Father Christmas in the North Pole. That process, and obviously Noel fits really nicely into that as well. But there's a real awareness of Noel that you know it's campy, it's cheeky, it's it's cheesy. But it knows it, and I like that about it. And there are lots of gags in there that make me smile. I love the twist as well. I, you know, that she is ultimately the one that's going to be Father Christmas or be Santa. I love her journey to, you know, discovering herself. I, I, I honestly think Noelle is one of the best Christmas movies that there is. Yeah.
1: Definitely. And like, I'm glad you mentioned the twist there because I think at the end I turned to Benji and I was like, I can't believe this is the first time we've actually seen a woman take on the role of Santa.
0: Absolutely. And it's so apparent, you know, if you go back, I've watched Noelle twice. If you go back and watch it again, knowing what's going to happen, it's so obvious at the beginning when she says, you know, Daddy, you're Father Christmas and Mummy is Mrs. Claus and Nick is going to be Father Christmas and, Who am I? What am I supposed to do? And, you know, watching it again with fresh eyes and knowing what ultimately will happen to her and what her path is going to be is is just lovely.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's a very, very good Christmas watch. And, you know, now that we do have Disney+, Plus, there is a whole host of Christmas, you know, shorts, Christmas movies, On there. So do just type in Christmas and it comes up with a whole host of things for you to watch. And I'm sure some of them we will be talking a little bit more about as we move into our Christmas quiz a little bit later in the episode. But yeah, thinking about parks, I mean, obviously it is very different this year. 37 Disney Street did a really good virtual Christmas day in the parks or a virtual festive park tour, which is really worth a listen. And they talk about, you know, all the things that they would do during the festive season so that kind of made me feel quite Christmassy but it is really sad I mean the only park I've ever been to at Christmas is Shanghai well actually Tokyo as well and normally it is nice to kind of go onto social media and see all the festive things that are happening and it's just not quite on the same scale this year which is sad but again we hope that for next year it makes an even bigger comeback.
0: Absolutely yeah I think that Christmas generally in the Asian parks is not to the same scale as it is in the Western parks, which is understandable because Christmas is a bigger deal in in Western countries. That makes complete sense. And yeah, the fact that, you know, of the three big Western parks, one of them is open. it's, It's just gutting.
1: It really is. It really is. But that's why, you know, thank God for Disney Plus. Thank God for all these things that we can still incorporate Disney into our Christmases in some way. What about gifts, Mercedes? Are there any Disney Christmas gifts you're after this year?
0: Oh, what a great question. So for those of you that... You know, this is coming out the Monday before Christmas. You still have a few days perhaps to get on Amazon, get buying some presents. I did actually put together a Disney Christmas gift guide on my Disney blog. So if you've not had a look at that, definitely go and give it a look. There's some really great options on there for the Disney fan in your life. A few things that I personally would really love to receive this Christmas. I'm after a wet brush. For those of you that don't know what a wet brush is, it's kind of like the Tangle Teaser was five years ago. It's the brush to have. It's everywhere. And there is a Princess Jasmine wet brush. And I'm dying for this item. I have a Minnie Mouse tangle teaser that gave Tash's niece endless entertainment the morning of Tash's wedding. She was like messing around with something. I don't know. And I just gave her this Minnie Mouse tangle teaser and it distracted her. So however many years later... Why not upgrade with a Princess Jasmine wet brush? So that's something that I want. There are a couple of other things as well. Some of the notebooks from Shop Disney. I love the notebooks that look like the storybooks at the beginning of the movies. And I've seen on Shop Disney, they've got a Pinocchio one, a Cinderella one, an Enchanted one, a Sleeping Beauty one. I love to get a Disney notebook. I think I spoke about this last Christmas as well. So a Disney notebook is always something that goes down really well with me. Any kind of Disney accessories or jewellery, Sharofsky do some beautiful Disney jewellery and I know that Pandora do as well. And it doesn't have to be tacky. I think sometimes people hear... Disney jewelry and think, well, I'm not sure about that. My sister has a gorgeous silver bangle from Pandora and she just has one silver stitch charm on it. And that's it. It's just that one charm. And it's really sophisticated and elegant. And you'd only know that it was stitched by going up and looking at it closely. And she knows it's there and it's really nice. So yeah, there's some of the things that you can think about buying for the people in your life, some of the gifts that I would love to receive. How about you, Tash?
1: Yeah, I mean, those notebooks that you've mentioned, I really want one of those as well. I love them. I also quite like the VHS ones, although they're a bit more sort of bold and out there, but I quite enjoy them. I mean, in terms of sort of traditionally what I get for Christmas in terms of Disney, I'm almost always guaranteed to get the Thomas Kincaid calendar with the beautiful artwork. I always seem to get that every year, along with a Disney diary, generally some sort of Disney pajamas. The Minnie Mouse plushies have kind of stopped in the last few years, which is quite a good thing because I'm well into the 20s now and... You know, I've just moved house and they will be going up in the loft, unfortunately. Not because I don't want them. I appreciate having them, but they're, they're collectibles. They're not for, for display for me. So they take it in turns. We've got the winter mini out at the moment at Halloween. I'll have the, the Halloween mini out. So they do kind of take it in turns to come out every now and again. But, yeah, I think that it's kind of the collection is getting to its day, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, we probably yeah. won't
0: get any the of them, I'm afraid. Nice. A word of caution that I will give to you, Tash, and any of our listeners those VHS Disney notebooks. I was very lucky to receive the Beauty and the Beast one. I think it was my birthday last year. It may have even been the Christmas before. They are an absolute nightmare to write in because the spines are so thick, because obviously they need to look like a VHS, but then the pages. Are quite thin again to fit the the dimensions. They're the most impractical, the the least practical notebooks I've ever attempted to write in. So they look nice, but I wouldn't recommend purchasing one.
1: I kind of remember you saying that. That does ring a bell. I think we've had this conversation before. Maybe I'll stick to the the storybook ones.
0: Absolutely. So, what are your plans, Tash? So we've spoken a little bit about the fact that we can't go to a Disney park, but that we're enjoying the Disney Plus TV shows that are Christmassy and the Christmas movies. What does your Christmas period look like? What are your plans this year?
1: So, obviously, it's going to be a little bit different this year to previous years, but we are making the best of it. So... I'm planning over this weekend to kind of really get my Christmas on. I want to watch a lot of the Disney Christmas shorts, you know, Mickey's Once Upon Christmas, Mickey's Twice Upon Christmas whilst I wrap my presents. Uh, my niece is also finally super into Frozen this year. She's got Frozen pyjamas. I've purchased her the Elsa doll from the Disney store. So I want to re-watch Frozen with her. I know it's not a Christmas film, but it's very much a wintry film. So I want to watch that with her over the Christmas period. She's coming for a, sleeping, a sleepover on Boxing Day. And so yeah, that's kind of where my Disney Christmas will be, or my Disney influences with Christmas will be coming from in terms of actual christmas it is going to be a quiet one this year with just myself and Benji and my sister and her husband and my niece at my parents' house so no grandparents this year unfortunately which is very sad but we hopefully will be making it up up for it in the new year what about you and your christmas plans
0: Absolutely. I think that that all sounds sensible and very lovely as well. My plans this year. So I'm actually a little bit behind. Normally at this point, with only a few days to go, I would be well and truly ready. But this small furry dragon has entered my life and completely consumed all of my time, which means I'm a little bit behind. So I've still got a little bit of wrapping to do, still got a few presents to purchase. I have been watching Disney movies whilst Wrapping, as I mentioned, I've watched Muppet Christmas Carol and Olaf's Frozen Adventure and also Once Upon a Snowman, which is another Frozen Christmassy short you can watch with your niece. So that's really nice. I've purchased quite a lot of stuff from Shop Disney for Grumpy and I had a new niece this year. So we've sent her a Minnie Mouse Christmas dress. I've got my godchildren as well, who I purchased all exclusively Shop Disney Christmas presents because it's me. I would be not the godmother that they're used to if I bought them anything else. So I've done all of that. Gingerbread is something that I normally do the first weekend of December and have not done. So I will be making my famous Mickey gingerbread this Christmas and probably taking it to my mum's house on Christmas Day for everybody to enjoy.
1: That sounds delightful.
0: There you are. Yes. So that is pretty much everything that I think there is to talk about with regards to Disney and Christmas this year. As I say, it's a bit of a weird one.
1: It is indeed. So on that note, I think we should move into our very special Christmassy segment of Quizimodo. you may remember in our Halloween episode, Mercedes and I did a Halloween themed quiz and we enjoyed it so much that we thought, hey, why not be a bit different this year and do a Christmas themed quiz as well. So that is exactly what we've done. So please do feel free to play along at home. Please feel free to pause before the answers. so You can have a little think and how this is going to work. We've got three rounds with five questions each. So round number one is going to be all about Christmas movies. So Christmas characters, Christmas stories, anything relating to Christmas movies. Number two is gonna be all about Christmas in the Disney park. So this is another round I'm very excited to get into. And round three, we thought it would be fun to do quotes. So quotes to do with Christmas and Disney, pretty self-explanatory. So Mercedes, would you like to go first?
0: I would love to go first. So shall I give you my five questions and then you do yours? Okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, great. I hope we don't have any duplicates. That would be very embarrassing.
1: I know. I've got a couple of spares,
0: so Ah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Only for the first
1: round, I couldn't decide, but
0: very prepared, very prepared. Okay, well, I will kick things off with my round one questions all about Disney Christmas films. So kicking things off, question number one. What is the name of the main antagonist? in Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas.
1: Oh God, I, I don't know. Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas is not a film that I'm that familiar with. I think I haven't seen it for a few years, so I, I don't know.
0: His name is Maestro Forte. It's that like horrible imposing organ character. Yeah, but
1: I knew it was him, but I didn't know his name. So this is another, I might watch this with my niece actually, because she really likes Beauty and the Beast. So I think this might be another one for us to watch.
0: Yeah, she's the perfect age. I was absolutely obsessed with this movie as a little girl. I think I spoke about it at length in last year's episode. I'm a huge advocate for the Beauty and the Beast Christmas movie. Go and give it a watch if you haven't already. So moving on to a movie that I know that you do love, Tash. I believe it's not just your favourite Disney Christmas movie, but your favourite Christmas movie of all time. So question two... How many ghosts is Scrooge visited by in the Muppet Christmas Carol?
1: So he's actually visited by five because he has the ghost of Christmas past, present and future. And then he has the two at the beginning as well. I can't remember the names of the Muppets that portray them, but those two as well. So five.
0: Yes, Tash. This is a trick question. So... This question often comes up in Christmas quizzes. How many ghosts is Scrooge visited by? And lots of people will tell you three because past, present, future, and they forget about Jacob Marley. But to make this question even more complex, Tash has hit the nail on the head. You don't just have Jacob Marley, you also have Robert Marley. They're played by the old men characters, Statler and Wardorf. So amazing, Tash. One point, very, very well and truly deserved.
1: I would have been upset if I'd have got that wrong. (laughs) Yeah,
0: definitely. Right. Moving on to question three. What is the name of Scott Calvin's son in the Santa Claus franchise? What is
1: the name of Scott Calvin's son in the Santa Claus franchise? Oh, God. Again, I don't know. This is a film that I haven't watched for many years. We actually started watching this on Saturday I believe it was and then for some reason we decided that we weren't really into it and we switched off and watched Love Actually instead but I am going to watch it this weekend but I I don't know
0: just give it your best shot it's a little boy's name
1: Billy Harley oh I've got well not nearly not nearly at all
0: but it's an E they're quite similar (laughs) They're cheap names, yep. I always think. Yep. Okay, moving on to question four. Which Pixar film was Olaf's Frozen Adventure shown before in cinemas when it premiered?
1: Ooh. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm trying to think when it came out. This is one that I like I feel like I need a bit of time for so which picks Pixar film so it would have been would it have been The Incredibles 2 would it have been Coco would it have been what else has come out Finding Dory I'm trying to think what else has come out recently of Pixar onward no it wasn't onward it was one of the three that you just said it was one of the three that I said okay I'm I'm so what did I say I said onward I said no it's not onward I said Finding Dory The Incredibles 2 and what else did I say I can't remember what I said I'm gonna go with The
0: Incredibles 2 it was Coco.
1: Oh, damn it. Do you know what? In Because I saw Coco at the cinema in Shanghai and they don't play the shorts there.
0: No, we saw it together.
1: I also saw it before you in Shanghai. So uh. don't play the there, but God, I'm not doing very well here, am I?
0: Well, you've got one more question. Let's see if you can redeem yourself here. So who plays Bob Cratchit in Mickey's Christmas Carol?
1: Bob Cratchit is played by none other
0: than Mickey Mouse. That is correct. So at the end of that round, Tash, you have got two points.
1: Way. There we go. I mean, not too bad considering two of the films I have not seen for many, many years, but it just makes me realise I'll have to re-watch them. Okay, Mercedes. So let's move on to your question. So question number one In The Muppet Christmas Carol, who portrays Charles Dickens and narrates the story?
0: This is really hard. I was going to say, this is not my answer, but I was going to say Anthony Hopkins because I just discovered like this week that he narrates The Grinch, but we're not talking about The Grinch because that's not Disney. I literally have watched this the other day, but I was being a bit naughty and I was on my phone and like chatting and nattering and stuff. I have absolutely no idea. It is Gonzo. Oh, there you are. Yeah, there we go. Okay, question two,
1: talking about a more recent Disney film that we have spoken about in this episode, Noel. So in Noel, what must Santa Claus do in order for the chimney to expand so he can get down it?
0: Oh, gosh, I can't remember. It was a long time ago that I watched Noel, make of that what you will. Do they have to, like, tap it with a special cane or something?
1: Yes. That's, like, half of it. I don't know. So they have to tap it three times with a magical candy cane and sing the first line of We Wish You a Merry Christmas in key. Oh. So I think maybe you can have half a point there because you've got the, the cane bit, which
0: All right. is half of it, so I'll, be I'll, general- ta- I'll take the half point. Yeah, <laughs>
1: Okay, question number three. In the Gift of the Magi segment of Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, what does Mickey trade in to purchase Minnie's chain?
0: He trades in his harmonica.
1: He does indeed. Well done. Question number four, one about one of your favourite movies. Who voices Chip in Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas?
0: Haley Jo Osment. It
1: does I did not know that until I looked that up today.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know how I know that, but it's one of those like useless facts that I've just retained.
1: Yeah, definitely. And question number five is a bit of a fun one. So Disney have produced three versions of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. So we've obviously got the 2009 Jim Carrey version. We've got the 1992 Muppets version. And we've got the 1983 Mickey's Christmas Carol. I want you to put them in order, highest to lowest of their IMDb ranking.
0: Oh, love this. I hate the Jim Carrey one, but I'm going to try and not let my bias affect this. I think that Mickey probably is the lowest, then Jim Carrey, and then Muppets is the highest. Oh no, you are completely wrong. Oh what <laughs> so is it?
1: 6.8 it is the Jim Carrey version. Good. I've not seen that. Well deserved. Um, 7.7 it is Muppets. And with a big starring 8.1, it is Mickey's Christmas
0: Carol to be honest, that's how I would rank them as well. But I know how passionate so many people are about that Muppet version that that kind of skewed how I felt. But there we are. So at the end of round one, I have a very small lead. I have two and a half points, and Tash has two points. So it's still all to play for. And clearly, we have not pitched these questions to the right audience. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: absolutely not so hopefully we can pick it up a bit in round two which is parks
0: absolutely so parks and resorts at Christmas time so here is my first question for you Tash one of five which Walt Disney World Resort Hotel has become famous for its gingerbread house displays over the Christmas season Oh, God. I have no
1: idea. And I can't even think of any names of the Disney <laughs> Disney hotels. I can think of what themes there and what they look like, but I can't. Let's say the pop culture one. I've got no idea. Or
0: art culture, whatever it's called. Pop century. Pop century. Close it, it's the Grand Floridian.
1: Oh, did not know that. There we go. we
0: okay, have learned something today. Okay, question two. Where might I find the Disney Days of Christmas shop? The Disney Days of Christmas
1: shop. Is that the one in Paris?
0: It is not. It is a big boutique situated in Disney Springs in Orlando. It's Christmas all year round and it's amazing and my favourite shop anywhere ever. I
1: bought a Disney or a Mickey shaped ornament from there this year when I went. So I should have remembered that was what it was called.
0: There you go. Okay, moving on to question three. Which Disney park is offering peppermint churros and milk and cookie churros for the festive season? Ooh. And I'm looking for the park.
1: I'm going to say, so what was it? Peppermint churros. Peppermint
0: churros and milk and cookie flavour churros.
1: I'm going to say the Magic Kingdom.
0: It is not. It's actually California Adventure. So, the clue there is that churros are huge in California. And especially at California Adventure, they often have really weird flavored churros. Obviously, California Adventure was open for a short period this year for food and drink and, and shopping, and they were on offer. Yeah.
1: That's why I did not think of it because of how
0: rubbish it's been there this year. So. Of course, of course. Okay, moving on to question four. Which characters, so I'm looking for two answers here, Replace the frightened caretaker and his dog in Haunted Mansion Holiday at Disneyland Resort in Anaheim?
1: Jack Skellington and Zero.
0: Correct. Yes. Well done, Tash. First point of round two. And final question. Let's see if you can get this one as well. During the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Holidays, at which pavilion would you find the Christmas chocolate crinkle cookie?
1: In
0: Norway. No. No, it's USA. Ah. The clue there as well was that, like, it doesn't have, like, if it was French, I feel like it would be like Les Joyeux Noël cookie.
1: <laughs> I was thinking of, like, because, like, the crink, crinkle, whatever it is, they have something, like, with a similar name to that in the Norway pavilion. I can't remember what they're called, but it begins with a case. So that's what I was thinking. Oh,
0: yeah, no, sorry. Okay, well, one point, Tash, at the end of that round. So you have a total of three points as we head into our final round. There
1: we go, not doing it so well. Okay, Mercedes, question number one, this is a real easy one. In Walt Disney World, which attraction currently features a holiday projection overlay? Apart from the Cinderella Castle.
0: Oh, I understand the question now. Okay, the Hollywood Tower Hotel.
1: Well done, that is correct. Question number two, Unwrap the Wonders, a Christmas celebration, features a weekly unveiling of a new magical Christmas projection scene on which castle and where?
0: I have no idea, so I'm just going to go rogue and I'm going to go for the Tokyo castle.
1: It's not, it is the Enchanted Storybook castle in Shanghai Disneyland. I thought it was quite cool that they do a new projection every week Mm. Um, Question number three In which park might you find Santa Claus On his merry motorcade With his entourage
0: of elves I have no idea I've seen Santa In the parade at Disneyland Paris With deer, not with elves I'm going to go Tokyo again
1: It's Hollywood Studios Apparently (laughs) there we go for this one I thought was right up your street the pumpkin ice cream sandwich is available in which park
0: oh I mean I know that the carrot cake cookie is like a Hollywood Studios thing it's got to be an American park I feel pumpkin ice cream sandwich let's go for Magic Kingdom
1: It's not, it is Animal Kingdom.
0: Oh, interesting. I
1: know, that's what I
0: thought. I like
1: that. Question number five. In Tokyo Disneyland, what attraction receives a Jingle Bell makeover year on
0: year? Is it Small World? It's
1: not, no. It is. The Country Bear Jamboree.
0: Ah, your favourite.
1: Jingle Bell Jamboree for Christmas, which they used to do at Walt Disney World as well. That stopped after 2005, and now Tokyo Disneyland is the only one that still gets a festive makeover.
0: There we go. Well, we're learning a ton from this because clearly neither of us know any of the answers. And at the end of round two, I have a very small lead with 3.5 points and Tash is just behind with three. So it really is all to play for as we head into our final round today, which is all about quotes. So I have got five quotes that come from classic Disney Christmas movies. And all I need for you to do, Tash, is tell me which Disney Christmas film the quote is from okay so the first quote is seeing isn't believing believing is seeing oh my I've got
1: no idea let's say the Santa
0: Claus it is the Santa Claus yes Tash one point question two for it's plain as anyone can see we're simply meant to be
1: Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: That is correct. Question three. As long as there's Christmas, I truly believe.
1: As long as there's Christmas, I truly
0: believe. I'm going to say Belle's Enchanted Christmas. Yes, you are flying through these. Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas is correct. Question four. It will fit you when you fit it. The Santa Claus. Oh, no. Noelle it is no well unfortunately you knew that i could tell i, but I said it <laughs> never mind never mind and then question five and i traded my harmonica to get you that chain for your watch mickey's once upon a christmas That is correct. Amazing. Quotes is your round, Tash. You've got an amazing four out of five. So adding that to your three points from the other two rounds, that gives you a final score of seven points. Yay. There
1: we go. Seven out of 15. Okay, Mercedes. So let's see if you can do the same. So number one, I want you to tell me, this is a quote or a line from a song. I want you to tell me which Christmas movie it is. After all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas.
0: I have no idea. Probably Muppet Christmas Carol. Correct. Because I didn't know. Oh,
1: there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Okay, number two. It's a little bit of dialogue, I want you to tell me which Christmas on it's from. It's a your log, huh? A your log. It's a wonderful tradition. One log is chosen and everyone in the house touches it and makes a Christmas wish.
0: I think that's Beauty and the Beast Enchanted Christmas. Correct. Yes. <laughs> I knew you'd get that one.
1: Um, okay, number three. Again, a little bit of dialogue. I want you to tell me which Christmas movie it is from. So character one, you're fatter this year. Number two, thank you. You've grown too. Now I'll go back to sleep.
0: I think that's the Santa Claus.
1: It is. Well done. We're good at quotes, it would seem. (laughs) (laughs) And number four, just because I cannot see it doesn't mean I can't believe
0: it. That is from The Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: It is. Well done indeed. And I think you might get a full house here because I've already touched upon this one. Oh, Minnie, all the music I'll ever need is a line from
0: which Christmas movie? That is also, how funny we both ended with that. That's from Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas.
1: That is indeed. So well done. You got five out of five, Full House.
0: Amazing. So at the end of that rather poor performance of a Christmas quiz between the two of us, Tash finished with seven out of 15 and I won by a tiny amount, 8.5 8.5 out of 15. I think both of us need to sort of throw away the title of, of Mrs. Christmas from now on because clearly we need to go back to the drawing board and re-watch all of these films.
1: Absolutely. Please do get in touch and let us know if you played along at home and how well you did. And also do feel free to for- fire us your own Christmas questions to text us.
0: Absolutely. And that is where we're going to end the episode today. As Tash said, if you do want to get in touch with us at all, you can always send us a tweet. Our Twitter is at ChatDisneyUK. Or
1: you can find us on Instagram at ChatDisney. And I guess all, all that is left to say is have a wonderful Merry, Merry Christmas. And we will be back next week as usual with our end of year review
0: absolutely. You do not want to miss this for that awful period between Christmas and New Year. It's going to be even tougher than ever this year for us in the UK, not being allowed to spend that time with our friends and family, our loved ones. So don't worry, you can spend it with Tash and I next Monday, same time, same place. We are here for you all. Merry Christmas. Have a fantastic Christmas.
1: Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.